Hello folks, welcome to the broadcast. This is John Saxbury here with Bible Now. Today I want to get on and talk about what do you give for it? Do you give to receive or do you give to pour out? There's a lot of time we've, we've gotten in this mentality in the past years, throughout through, through the years, that everything is to be ours, is what we can accumulate and what we can build up and we can keep for ourselves and stockpile for ourselves, you know. I mean, you get these people that are preppers that are always keep, receive, 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 receive. They say it's receive, receive, take, 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 take. And then, and then when it comes time to pour it out, no, you can't do that. You know, it's it's a sickness for one. Um. Anyways, when we become born again, when you become born again. Your, that that uh, that that take 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 goes away, because the Bible says we we become givers, givers of ourselves, givers of the anointing, givers of the presence of God. I mean, my pastors are big givers on the presence of God. They don't they don't want for nothing. They're they they're they're humble people. They love people. They will do anything they can. They will pour themselves out any day. There's, there's a there's a prepper mentality in the church that's in there and it needs to be gotten rid of because we don't we're not we don't our duty as born again believers is not to accumulate and receive it's about giving and the in the measure that we give the the, the greater measure God's gonna pour back into us you know basically like the cup like this like I, like I did with the the theory about the cup you know it's about what you pour out. You know, it'll hold as much as you're willing to pour out. And that's what we're here to be for. Because Jesus poured everything he had out for us. He poured out every ounce of his blood. People, I'm so sick of hearing people dog the Jewish people. Oh, well, they killed Jesus. They, 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 they killed Jesus. They're Christ killers. They're Jesus Christ killers. They're, 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 and that's further from the truth. The Jews didn't kill Jesus. Pilate didn't kill Jesus. All the all the the rulers of the world didn't kill Jesus. Jesus gave his life. He poured himself out. He poured out his blood. He poured his life out to the death. I mean, people got to get to get out of this mentality of why they hate Jewish people and why they why they think that they've got to accumulate and it's it's about pouring out our lives are about pouring out it's not about taking for ourselves we no longer live for ourselves we live for christ and christ in us i mean if you go with me go with me to luke chapter 638 and this will this this scripture here pastor rodney howard brown dr rodney open my eyes big this opened my eyes big time when he started preaching on this scripture, and I've never forgotten it since. Luke chapter 638. Re go open your Bibles with me. I'm reading out of the King James. 38. It, in verse 38. It give, and it shall be given unto you. Good pressage, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men give unto your bosom. For with the measure, for with the same measure you give, it shall be 
measured back to you again. I mean that that measure. I mean, if you give that one measure, he'll bring it, bring give back one, another measure to you, twice the measure. Then it comes back and he says, then it's been that starts the cycle. You more you give, the more he gives. The more he gives. The more you give, the more he gives. The less you give, the less he gives. The more you shut off the presence. If you get what I'm saying, we're we're to live to be we're be, we're here to be part of the carriers of the power of God. We're basically here to be empty vessels for His presence. Everybody says, "Yeah, I'm full of the Holy Ghost. I'm full of the Holy Ghost." No, you better not be full. You better be overrunning with the Holy Ghost. You better be baptized and saturated, consumed by the Holy Ghost. There's too many full Christians out there that are just. They're, they're lukewarm. The church means things and things of the spirit. Spiritual things mean nothing to them because they're full. Just like this cup, it could be full, or it could be overrunning, or it could be baptized, where it's coming out of every pore of every molecule, where the soda just keeps coming out, come coming out, and come coming out, and it just and, and it goes to overflowing. We're not supposed to live a life to be full and just be that's when when you have something that's full, it becomes a ground for stagnation. I mean we're we're to be living in the river of the in the river of God. Part of being in the river of God is is being is constantly having that fresh incoming coming through the incoming of the presence of God so we can keep pouring it out to the next person. Pour it out. Just keep pouring it out. You know, when you pour out, you know, and it, it, when you, the same thing is with people who, who are always building somebody. For instance, Jack Harris. I love the man. This is the, I will fight to the death to him. Don't ever badmouth him. Don't ever say anything bad to me because you will get it. I mean, I mean, I'm serious. I'll give you the I'll give I'll give somebody a fivefold ministry if they go after him. That man pours himself out, and he told me he goes, you know what? I build people because when I'm building people, I'm building the kingdom of God, and that is totally. That is like, mm, that's the that's the pipe bomb basically. When you build others, you're, you're building the kingdom of God. You're pouring out to others. You're building the kingdom of God. Get what I'm saying? I mean, this is this is about we we we're getting in a season. We're in a season right now where people are all about, oh, what am I gonna get? 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 What about what are you gonna give? What are you gonna give compared to what he's given given? I mean, he's poured out the Holy Spirit upon us, and we're supposed to be pouring it out on others, not keeping it for ourselves. I mean, there's people who get who get in these moment movements where revival's breaking out, the power of God's hitting people, people are falling out, and they want to contain it, and they don't want to give it out to nobody else because it's theirs. And they don't want to give it out, and they don't want other people around because they don't want people to take what they got. For one, one thing, it's not yours. It's God's. Secondly, you're supposed to pour it out to somebody else, not sit there and hold it in. This is this is about what you give. It's about giving everything. Because I, 
I am crucified with Christ. It's not yet, not yet I live, but Christ that lives within me. Who loved me and gave himself for me. He gave himself for me. Just think about that. My nose is, I'm sorry. Just think about that for once. He gave him, he loves, he loves me so much that he gave himself for me. For you too as well. I mean, we've, we've, we've got to get back into that place where we're living for what he wants. Not living for what some pop, popular, popular thing, a pop culture is going on. What's the popular trend? What's the best trending thing? I could care less what's trending now. What fashions are trending, what, 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 what style or what sort of click is tra trending or part of some social click or something. I could care less about any of that. Neither could God. So I don't know why it's anybody why anybody else is so hungry for it. Basically, basically it's because they they've never really experienced the presence of God themselves. They don't they don't know what's real. They don't know how to they don't know how to they don't understand the, the difference between something that's artificial and real because it's never been real to them. It's never caught into them. It's never saturated their life and saturated their heart. We've got to get back to a place where we will just take out the entertainment. Take out the, all the stuff. Get back to the spiritual, the things of the spirit. Book of Acts, when the day of Pentecost will fully come. The reason why the, the, the 120 got touched by the power of God is because they were pressing in. They were they were hungry for something to to fill them up so they can go out and pour them out. And it showed and it showed throughout the book of Acts. It got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. That movement took took one twenty went to hundred twenty. From hundred twenty went to a thousand, from a thousand to five thousand, and it grew. That's is what the that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to keep pouring out. That's God poured out of not Jesus not only poured out his spirit. His blood, he poured out his spirit. He poured out his spirit. It's the executive office. And I'm going to tell you something. Jesus, I'm tired of seeing people here and people, these religious people constantly saying, well, Holy Spirit said this. Well, Jesus Christ said this. Lord Jesus Christ said this. Uh, Father God said, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. D. What about putting D in front of their name? It gives them a place of authority. If you're saying Father, God, or Holy Spirit, or Jesus Christ, or Lord Jesus Christ, that's putting that's it's, it's creating a graven image of God, for one. And secondly, they're not divided; they're all they're the fullness of each other. They're joined together as one. They're three and together as one. The Holy Spirit is God's executive office in the earth. Jesus is the Word, the living Word, the Word of God revealed to us. It's God's Word. It's God's authority. Jesus is God's authority in, in our lives. And God is, the, is, is, the, is in charge of it all. 
They're all three in charge of it all. They're all three in one. They're not individual people. Because we've got they've gotten into this thing. They don't understand that the Holy Spirit is the fullness of God. Jesus is the fullness of God. God's the fullness of himself. They're all the fullness of each other. They're all in one. And and when the when they hit when when the original 20, 120 got together, they pressed in and God said, "Here." He dumped it all out on them. He poured it all out on the day of Pentecost. And our job is to pour it out upon other people's lives, not just sit there with hold it because we were part of some movement. We had to wear some badges. Oh, you mean it's like somebody like I did the thing with the badges, you know? Oh, this is. Look, look here, this is my badge. I was in a Rodney Howard, Dr. Rodney Howard Brown's movement. And I, it was me in that day. And that day was, I was, I, it was me in there and that was it. And, and, and they were like placing themselves like a bunch of pedestal. And it's like, give it a rest. And they don't, and they, and they go in there and they go in these meetings. They go into all these movements and church, but they don't do anything to pour it out. We've got to live to pour out. We've got to live to keep. Ink, that's how we increase the kingdom of God and build the kingdom of God because we're pouring out into the lives of the unbelievers. Pouring out into the lives of the lost. Go out and the Bible says go into all the world and preach the gospel. That means to preach means to give of yourself. You're giving of yourself. You're giving yourself away for the, the reach the needs of others. Spiritual needs of others. It's not just speaking. It's not that people think that you're preaching. No, you're to, to preach means to give of the gospel. It's to give of that. It's to sow of the gospel. You know, it's not it's it's not a big badge. Oh, I'm a preacher. When you become minister when you when you became minister a minister, you become a pastor or evangelist, a prophet, or apostle, or teacher or what or evangelist, or anything of the fivefold ministry, that doesn't become your job title. It becomes who you are. 24 7, 365 days. It, it takes over your entire life for eternity. It's not just those small moments out of your day. It's a 24 7 thing. This is a 24 7, 365 day thing. People have gotten so religious when it comes to a mind, when it comes to the offices of the fivefold ministry. It's a it's a it's a life changing. When you get called, when you when you become born again, you get become born again into that. And God appoints you to either one. When God appoints, He points you to either. Well, He points you to one of the five those five things. Right when you're born again, people can understand when you become born again, you become called into the ministry right then and there. You don't need the pastor bringing you up on stage and making and handing you the mic and all that. You don't need that. I mean, yeah, it helps when you pray when you're pastor, and yeah, and I'm not against pastors bringing somebody up and they're ordaining somebody, but that's not when that's not how God calls people. That's not a call. That's not the call of ministry. The call of ministry is when God when you become born again and you know you're supposed to go out there and do it. I mean, I'm nothing against ordination, but that's not how you get called. You get called by listening to the voice of God. People don't appoint you teachers. 
and the ones that have been appointed by men pretty much have gone up in smoke. They don't, they don't, they don't last very long. They wind up hanging themselves because they, they've never repented. Amen. I mean, this is, this is, this, like I said, I'm not trying to beat anybody over the head. I'm trying to make people open their, get people to open their eyes so they can, they can see what they're doing. They're driving down a highway blindfolded in the wrong lane. Going down the wrong side. I mean, you got this is stuff. This is stuff that's detrimental to our spirituality. It's like just sweep it under the rug, you know. Let's just sweep everything under the rug, and that let's not deal with it. Let's just shut up about it. Let, now, let's not try to correct the problem. I mean, and it's not us to us to correct the problem. Any, I'm praying. The thing is, is you gotta get you gotta press into the Holy Spirit. The thing is, they've never learned how to press into the Holy Spirit, so they get they get up, they get aggravated when they do things their own way. They get impatient with God, so they want to do everything their own way, and they want they want they try to think they try to cover it up with some program, where this program or this 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 itinerary that they built up to try to make it look dress it up make it look good and, and expect God to ordain it and it's not what he's, he's not going to ordain something he hasn't ordered into place I mean I've seen those classes and they do these retreats and stuff and they do all this stuff and it's like it's like you can't feel the presence of God in there it's like it's like dead quiet it's like a dead calm it's like a dead calm and you can't find an ounce of anointing side of the tip of a toothpick. I mean, that's just how it is. When you start, when man start, man, the thing is, is that the fallen nature of man, we want to keep everything. We want to do things our way. We want to take things into our own hands. We get patient and we have to wait on, on God. We get we get to this place where we think we're, we're, that we're the one, it's our, it's our, our rules, our, our authority, our dominion, and all this, and it's not. It's his dominion. It's his authority. We're doing this all for him, and we're all equals. I mean, we're, we are constantly be pouring out. It's like I said, fill up, pour out, repeat. Fill up, pour out, repeat. Write that down on the refrigerator or stove or wherever. Write it down every, in a lot of places in the house. Fill up, pour out, repeat. Fill up, pour out, repeat. Fill up, pour out, repeat. We're to be there to be poured. We have to pour it all out. Just like a raisin truck pulling up in the job. Once that lever's hit, that, 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 that a lot of those trucks now, you hit that lever and you can unload that truck within probably about two minutes time period. Because they got another big thing going on that's actually pushing it out. So we got to pour it out. We got to constantly pour out. A concrete truck never sits with, with a load on it. If it does, it'll harden and it'll ruin the truck. So it's got its, it's duty is to back underneath that plant, fill up, pour, and then take, load up, take it up to it, get the water and milk the water into it, get the chutes down and get it on the road. Get it to the job site, pour out. Bring it back to the plant, back it under, load it up, send it out, pour out, repeat. 
that same principle is what we should be doing in our everyday lives with customer in our customer needs. Like I said today, I'm not trying to give financial contributions to this. I'll, I'll be I'll get it through other sources and means. God's taking care of me. I'm not I'm not sitting on here trying to beg for money. I'm not sitting there asking you to give up Grandma's Cadillac or your Grandpa's ring or Rolex watch. Or send me send me the key the, the the title and deed to your house. I'm not here to do that. I'm here to deliver the things that God's saying. I mean, I'm not here to I'm not here to for for my own gain. I'm here to pour out. We we the church. The problem is is the the church is lacking repentance. And people want to, people at my church, they hear this, well, he's talking about the church, the church, is, oh, he's still at, no, I'm not talking about my home church. My home church is a well-oiled machine. And Pastor Josh and Tori and Mike Lemp, Pastor Josh and Tori, Pastor Mike Lemp, um, Pastor Matt Ellis, all doing a fabulous job. So is Pastor Rick. So, when it comes to that, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the church, as, the global church as a whole. The things that go on inside the global church. I mean, I'm not to say that the church has got perfect people, because it don't, that don't exist. A perfect church don't exist. Churches are about pouring out to people that are a mess. Churches are messy. They're supposed to be messy. They're not supposed to be perfect. They're not supposed to be social climbers. They're not supposed to be trying to get to the top of the ladder. And if somebody gets too close to the top, you knock them off. This is not king of the ladder. It's not king of the mountain. This is about removing the mountain so we can all stand on level ground. Amen. I mean, we've got to give of ourselves. We, we refuse to give of ourselves that we become stagnant. We have to, That's what the problem is with in the church today, you have people who are stagnant. You have people that don't want to pour out that thing in their life. They want to harbor it all in. Well, you got to understand, it's all the memories. It's all the memories. The memories aren't going to get you anywhere in the future. Those memories are they're good to have. They're, they're, they're nice to think about when you're, when, you, when you're having your free time. But overall, it's, it's not going to get you anywhere. Those memories are not going to get you anywhere at all. They don't do anything for you. All they do is keep holding you back from the things of the future. you got to let go of it. Yes, it's good to think about it. Yes, it's fun to talk about it. But don't make, let it to a point where it controls your life. Amen. It's, I mean, we're, we're, we're to call to be empty vessels. We give. We give to, to, to not to receive, but to give to pour out. Pour out the blessing. Pour out the the anointing. Pour out the presence of God. We've got to dump it out. We've got to dump, put it all out. It's like that big old that big old tub, that big old barrel that's at the water parks. That that water is trickling in there, just filling that thing up. It just keeps filling it up and filling it up and filling it up, filling that water up until it gets to the point where where the, where it becomes too top heavy. And the hinges are down, the pin, the carrier bearings are down below, or 
the water's above it so that water starts to tip the bucket over and that bucket pours out. That's what we're supposed to do. That's God pouring out on us. Our cup pours and causes that to stuff out. This little cup here causes God's water part barrel to gush out and pour out upon our lives. We're saturated and drenched. When that thing falls in, when that water hits you, every ounce of your being is soaking wet. And that's what God wants us. He wants us soaked. He wants us immersed. He wants us baptized and ignited on fire so we can give that away. We're to give, be givers. Givers of the word. Givers into the kingdom. Givers into ministry. Yes, it's good to give into ministry. Give into ministries on Sundays. Not just give to your church. Give your tithe and offering to your church. But make sure you're taking care of these outside ministries too. They need all the help you can get. They can get. Amen. This is looking really good. I mean, we, I mean, we we come we. In the church, I must say this: in the church that I've been into, I've been pretty fortunate that I don't have to deal. That there's not that been much that that going on to where everybody's just filling up to keep themselves. You know, there might be a few people to trickle into the mix. That's not, that's not, we can't, we can't really, can't really put that on the church because they're like that. You know, they bring, they got, they get certain people in their corner and they start throwing people in the corner. No, let them go. You know, they weren't meant to be there in the beginning with because if they were meant to be there in the beginning with, they would have been faithfully passed their pastor. They would have been, they would have been not wanting to argue. They would have been wanting to keep things Keep things going and keep the gospel going on, and not let people sit there and get progressive over it. Well, he's he's taking he's in our church, and we're and this is our this is what we have. This is ours. No, it don't belong to you. Sorry, it belongs to God. Amen. Oh, this has been good. get up I mean I'm only doing this I mean I'm not doing this to wear a badge throw that badge away you don't need a badge you don't need to go flaunting around that you're above people that that you're part of this ministry and this is who you're gonna you're gonna obey what I do and this is what we do and this is what where you're you see this you see this what is this what is this? This is my badge. I am the authority. No. You're not the authority. You're there to be a friend. You're there to be a helper. You're there to pour out into their lives. You're not there to you're not there to benefit yourself. I'm so sick of seeing Christians out there just being in it for themselves to benefit so they can toot their own horn. Not give an ounce to anybody because they're they're stingy. They fill up and they're out the door. And they fellowship with them, they're out the door. They're in the next church. And some of them, they don't even attend, they're not even faithful to the church. Or they're, they're going to one church and then going to the other church and you tell them how bad the other church is and, and it's like, why? Or they just go, they go and they go to church, they go to this church, they're, they're hopping all over churches and they're not getting rooted in one church 
so they're hopping all over the place because they don't want to hear what they need to fix in their life. They're avoiding they're avoiding the situation. They're avoiding the the what what you want to call whatever you want to call it. They're just they're just trying to avoid being confronted about what they're doing, about which way they're living. Well, I'm going to this church because I love the presence of God there, and I'm going to go to this church because I'm going to go to that church to receive a word of prophecy. Receive a word of prophecy. You ain't receiving nothing. I'm, I, I, I hate to break it to you because all these people that go from prophecy to 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 prophecy, 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 it's like, what do you think God will parrot or ventriloquist or parrot up in heaven? What? That's the the Lord this and that. What? Say it, the Lord, this and that. God speaks to you and it stays with you. Whatever He speaks to you, it stays with you for the rest of your life. And the rest, if you want to hear what God's really saying, the thing that kills me is is people want to hear a word of knowledge, a word of prophecy. Get receive a word of prophecy, receive a word of knowledge, or receive get prophesied to. You want to see the word of knowledge and the word of prophecy? Open this bad boy up. That's your source right here. But when you receive it, you, you, you receive to give. You give it out. You receive to pour it out. Pour it out to others. This is this is the word of our word of knowledge. This is our word of prophecy right here. Genesis to Revelation. You want a word from heaven? You come get this thing. Get a hold of this thing and read through it. Read it. Read into it. Study it. Meditate on it. People are saying meditate. You know, people think meditation is and it's not. That's not meditation. That's just something where something weird. Meditate is rehearsing it to yourself. Rehearse the word of God. But if you're writing a message to preach somewhere to the ministers I'm talking to, by way of radio and by way way of Facebook Live, you want you need to re- you need to rehearse a message. Just her- we'll sit there and rehearse it over. The Bible says talk and then and. What it means is when you meditate, is you rehearse that what you're going to give out. Of how you're going to give it out. You're rehearsing how you're going to give out. It's a meditation. And it lets it, and let it minister to you. Let this word minister to you. This is a living organism. The Bible is a, lot, a living, breathing organism. So is the church. People forget this, realize how much in control God really is. So if they, if they did, they wouldn't be panicked all the time. They wouldn't be up, they wouldn't get upset so easy. They wouldn't get let things get to them. You get what I'm saying? You gotta give out. You gotta give everything you have out on to others. All right. Well, I'm going to get going. I'm going to do a couple other things. I'm going to get ready to do the Christmas bit. I mean, another Christmas video. And I hope you enjoy it. Um, love you uh, tomorrow. I'll be on tomorrow around 1130. Then Saturday, I'm not going to be on. Sunday night at 7 o'clock. Or 730. 7 o'clock or 730, I'll be on again. 
And then it'll, and then, then it'll go back to the regular schedule next week. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, all 11.30. And then Sunday nights at 7. All right? I love you.